Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Daily Roto Podcast. Tony Scott at DailyRoto.com. And it's a Friday, and we get ready for a big weekend of full baseball activity. What could be better than this after the cockamamie schedule we had tonight on Thursday with the one eight o'clock game and then a bunch of night games, and I'm a little hostile because my teams didn't do so well. Not a happy camper, but we'll turn it around tomorrow. That's the beauty of daily fantasy baseball. You don't have to wait a whole off season to go and get it and grab it. Of course, you listen to Daily Roto Podcast, which you can get on Podbean, iTunes, DailyRoto.com, a fantasy sports network, the only station devoted to 24 hours a day, seven days a week of fantasy sports television coverage. What could be better than that? And the answer is nothing. And I'll tell you right now, DailyRoto.com's got a big event this weekend. Of course, UFC has it this weekend with DraftKings and Countermove going at it. So if you want a little UFC, you can get a free, free look at the event from none other than Pat Mayo of FantasySportsNetwork.com. So make sure you head over to DailyRoto.com and get the best free information on the planet. And then... You know, in the forums, there's a great story about a guy that goes by the name Beep, I'm a Jeep. That's right. Beep, I'm a Jeep. What the heck kind of name is that? Well, you may wonder about the name, but you can't wonder about the player. He's a guy that's come new into the daily fantasy industry, and he's just absolutely taking it over. Taking it over, he has five entries into the DraftKings Fantasy Baseball Championship. So five entries out of the 80 thus far, at 6.25%, he has a chance to win. Now, this is a guy that we're going to try to have on the podcast next week. He's agreed to come on, but he's a man of mystery. He's a man on the prowl. Because he's got five wins, and he's absolutely crushing it at the highest levels at DraftKings.com. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, and it's going to be interesting to see if he shares the strategy with us. Uh, because he, he, on several nights, he stacked a bunch of games. Um, so it'll be interesting to see when we talk to him how he goes about that, if we can get some information as far as how he goes and contemplates putting a lineup together and how he goes. So Beep Amajeep is the guy uh, that's absolutely getting it done uh, from from a situation there. It'll be interesting. He has agreed uh, to come on. And there's another special guest that has agreed to come on. And I'm not going to give you the name because I'm not sure it's going to happen. Uh, but it's been someone very controversial on Twitter when it comes to Daily Fantasy. And you know what's interesting about Daily Fantasy? I've played season-long leagues for a long time. I've never seen guys get so fired up about issues as they do on Twitter and Daily Fantasy. Like, the thrill of Daily Fantasy sports 
is like people say it's this generation, like this generation. Uh, and, you know, maybe the older guys didn't have Twitter or they weren't perplexed and maybe they just, you know, told their mommies. I have no idea, but people get fired up when you play Daily Fantasy Sports. Uh, how many of you guys out there have a DFS in your Twitter handle? Do you guys think that's cool? I noticed Drew Dankmeyer and Mike Leone don't have one. I don't have a DFS in my Twitter. What do you think about the guys with a Twitter and having DFS? Here's what I'm going to tell you that I think on a different level. So you, I want you to respond at DailyRoto.com. If you do comedy and you put in Tony Sincata, comedian, and you'll see a lot of these on Twitter, or John Smith, comedian, you're a hack. You've got to be a hack. Like If you're that good, people should know that. People should know you're that good that you don't need to put that on there. And I think there's a lot of people in the comedy industry that look down on people that have comedian in their uh, Twitter. And I wonder how you guys feel about DFS. I truthfully think that people are making a big mistake on a lot of cases by the screen names they've chose to go with in Daily Fantasy. If you want to do this and you want to make something for yourself... I think you have to have a marketable name. Now, Drew Dinkmeyer, of course, has a, a, a screen name that's close to what uh, his name is. Mike Leone goes that route. Al Zeidenfeld is a guy that uh close enough, and he's built a name from there. Now, you could make the case, I guess, Max Delury. I don't know what his real name is. I have no idea. Uh, but he's made a name for himself. Uh, just by playing a bunch and winning. Condier, everybody knows who he is. But when I picture Condier, and if I was trying to market myself, I would like I think of like the six foot two lizard that would come out and eat up every entry that I put out on FanDuel. That's how I picture Condier. So I just wonder if people put a little more thought into uh how you put your screen name together if you want to do this and possibly market yourself. That's the way to go about it. Tony Scott, Daily Roto Podcast. And of course, we get a big action on Friday, and it's going to be interesting to see. The first game is a game that you have some ability. You have some great teams, but not great by Daily Fantasy standards today. And it's a 4 o'clock start, so uh, this is a game that many people will not participate in when it comes to Daily Fantasy for Friday. But we'll give it just the case, just in case you're one of those guys that jones for a game and you're going to put your entry in. Of course, we have DraftKings and you're allowed to go ahead and make changes. It makes it a little easier. The Kansas City Royals, Edison Valquez at the Chicago Cubs, and Jake Arietta. No game total on this one. Of course, Chicago, one of those sites that absolutely waits to see how the wind is during the day before Las Vegas puts a total out there. But Jake Arietta, a 145 favorite. Now, usually Arietta is always in play when he takes the mound for your daily fantasy lineups. Yet, I don't think he will be for Friday night. Arietta faces the Royals, who are 10th in Major League Baseball in weighted on base average, facing right-handed pitching. The Royals strike out a measly 15.9% of the time. They get a great park shift for the Royals hitters leaving Coffin Stadium going to Chicago. Staying away from my Arietta, and Volquez has pitched well, but he lacks strikeouts. He only has nine strikeouts in his last 18 innings. 
I'm looking at this game as a game that I'm going to sit out unless all of a sudden we hear about great win totals. But we've been fooled a lot by them lately, so I would be hesitant just in case there as well. The Colorado Rockies, Philadelphia Phillies, seven total. I was shocked to see a Rockies game with a seven total based on how their pitching staff has performed. But Chad Bettis actually pitched a gem his last time out, going eight and third in the game against the San Francisco Giants. I'm not going to load up my roster with a bunch of Philly bats against Bettis. I think that's the wrong way to go. But I'll tell you what, Cole Hamels is a 160 favorite, and I think he's definitely in play from a daily fantasy perspective. The Rockies strike out 25.4% of the time facing lefties. That is number one in Major League Baseball, and Cole Hamels is not your average lefty. He's an above-average lefty. He's in fuego. He's going to be good. Good, good, good. I want you guys to get all fired up for DailyRoto.com and, of course, the world of Daily Fantasy. How was last night's podcast? Great job last night with Steve Young of RotoGrinders.com. The night prior with Ricky Sanders uh, getting it done. So we'll see. we got a couple big guests lined up next week, and it'll be a, a great week over here for the Daily Roto Podcast. So make sure you tune in each and every day, Monday through Friday. Of course, what we try to do is get it up there the first thing in the morning so you have something to take to on work. Half the people that listen to this podcast listen on their smartphones. That's right. So you can listen to that anywhere at any time. You don't have to be home. You don't have to be on the couch. You don't have to be in your Volvo. No. You can just get right about your phone and never text and drive. That's a rule we practice at DailyRoto.com. No texting and no driving. Can't have it. Tampa Bay at Baltimore. Nathan Carnes and Miguel Gonzalez. Eight total uh, Orioles, a 120 favorite with Miguel Gonzalez. Nathan Carnes carries a respectable 8 and 2 thirds K per 9. 8 and 2 thirds, almost a K per inning there. And the Orioles are striking out the fourth most in Major League Baseball, facing right handed pitchers on two pitcher sites. I think if you want to go contrarian, Nathan Carnes could be the way to go. You can line up Carnes and then pay for a big hitter, and that's how I would attack it there. You're listening to Daily Roto Podcast with Tony Sincata. Of course, getting you ready for Friday, May 28th, in the big action happening on Major League Baseball. And when we come back, we're going to talk, and we're going to talk fantasy, because that's what we do here. We talk about fantasies. We share our fantasies. And then we blow you kisses. Stay tuned for more DailyRoto.com.
back to the Daily Riddle Podcast. Tony Sakata getting you ready for Friday action in Major League Baseball. May 29th, Daily Fantasy Slate. We are knocking out of the park. I can tell you, go to DailyRiddle.com. I talked about the UFC from Pat Mayo. He will have Byron Nelson work over there. Of course, that started today. So every once in a while, I go back and I take a look and I say, hey, this Pat Mayo is pretty good. He got his stuff right. He's a guy that I get excited about. So I like to try to view it and see how the guys are doing. And then I feel better about myself because they're helping me help myself so my kids don't eat ramen noodles. That's what Pat Mayo is about. I can tell you, Pat knows his golf. But the one thing is, I don't know all about the scoring system, but I figured out by watching a Pat Mayo video, Mayo actually has a picture of himself on his desk. That's pretty crazy. I don't know any other dude that a picture of just himself with a nice portrait like it was professionally done. You know, you usually have yourself and a woman or your kids or something like that. He has it just of himself. So there's no doubt in my mind this guy's great at golf, but he's probably a lot better at stroke play than he is match play. Uh, so check that out with Pat Mayo. Uh, of course, great golf coverage, stroke play. Of course, he gets that done. But Steven Strasburg, Anthony DeScalfini go at it. And Steven Strasburg, a 130 favorite eight. How many of you guys right now are just pulling your car over the side of the road and going, Steven effing Strasburg, forget about it. All you guys out there, you know that a big performance could come up. But are you going to go to the well and roster Steven Strasburg? I personally need to see a good start before I show put in Strasburg. I will not be using Steven Strasburg tomorrow night. On the positive side of Strasburg, he has 13 strikeouts in his last 12 innings pitched. The bad side is the ERA's over 11. <laughs> That's pretty bad, right? And lefties have a 365 weighted on base average versus DeScalfini pitching in the American small park. You can lay out the cash tomorrow night for Bryce Hopper, and I also like Denard Span in this one. On a side note, because I want to stick to the positive with the DeScalfini family, uh, right in at bats, I have a 181 a weighted on base average versus DeScalfini. Then you have the Miami Marlins, New York Mets, Matt Harvey going at this one. I'm going to stay away from the hitters on both sides of the low total. If you have like a Mets-Jones and you have to play a Met because you're going to the game or something like that, Lucas Duda, Curtis Grandison coming to mind uh, for you to take advantage of there. So to me, it comes down to Matt Harvey or Cole Hamels, who I'm going to use as the top pitcher on the slate. And I look at it, we have Harvey and Heron in a six-and-a-half total. We have a seven total uh, in the matchup with Cole Hamels and Chad Bettis. Uh, Philadelphia, though, a 160 favorite in that one, which is a pretty steep total uh, when you think about how you're going to attack your daily fantasy options with that. And Matt Harvey is a 180 total. You're going to have to go with Matt Harvey in this one. And unless there's a significant price difference between the two, that's where you'll go uh, if you're going to look at uh, the two situations there. The Boston Red Sox, Texas Rangers go at it. A nine total, Stephen Wright and Giovanni Gallardo. you got a great ballpark for offense. Both pitches lack strikeout ability. Both pitches are not susceptible to splits. So all the top bats are in play. Both teams are going to be very viable stacks in tournaments tomorrow night uh, with the Red Sox and the Rangers. 
Arizona Diamondbacks, Milwaukee Brewers go at it. Rubby De La Rosa. His real name is Ruby, but I like to call him Rubby. I think Rubby's a cooler name. You never know what it's supposed to be because they don't really talk English with us. I don't know why. I guess I do know why. They're not American. It could be from England, though, and no English, right? All that is possible. It is very possible, and don't you forget that. I think it's possible. you got a good ballpark for office. Both pitches lack the strikeout ability. Um, I look at this. A top bats for both teams are viable. Uh, stack options will occur in this game. Uh, so go ahead, line it up, and knock that one out of the park. Uh, Jimmy Nelson, Arizona Diamondbacks, Ruby De La Rosa, uh, I got to ask you a trivia question. You look at the Milwaukee Brewers. Chris Davis is known as a lefty specialist, but guess what? Guess who leads the Milwaukee Brewers in weighted on base average against right-handed pitching? That's right, it's Chris Davis. But they got a bunch of guys with a great numbers: Chris Davis, Ryan Braun, Adam Lynn, and Carlos Gomez. So absolutely those guys will all be in play tomorrow night. Then you get the Toronto Blue Jays, Minnesota Twins going at Mark Burley and Trevor May taking the hill. We got Toronto, a slight underdog, 108 Trevor May is favored by. And the Blue Jays are responsible for bringing an umbrella. Just in case it rains, they want to be safe. they got to bring an umbrella uh, it's a great match for Trevor Plouffe, Brian Dozier, Kenny Vargas, Eddie Rosario, Tory Hunter, Joe Maurer, all have over a 350 weighted on base average versus lefty pitching. The Minnesota Twins are seventh in Major League Baseball in weighted on base average versus left-handed pitching. You wonder why the game has a nine total? The Rays have a hot hitters that absolutely crush right-handed pitching. Uh, but I'm looking at uh, the Toronto situation. Plays with at least a 350 Woba. It's Chris Kalabalu and Josh Donaldson. Chris Kalabalu. That's the way we got to let the king know he's the man, king. You're the man. You were all over Chris Kalabalu. And now he's staying in the majors. Then he'll get an all-star appearance. And then, I don't know, Kiss will be on the Celebrity Apprentice. I don't know. That's could happen, but it's probably not going to happen. But if it did happen, I would respect it. You got to respect things that happen in all your cultures. The Chicago White Sox Astros go at it. Lance McCullers, who has been the two starts thus far in his major league career, and he's looked pretty good. You look at the White Sox, a team that offensively struggles, and you have strikeout totals there. I think Lance McCullough, if you're going to go cheap option tomorrow and play in a tournament, he comes into play, as does Carlos Rendon. you got the Houston Astros that strike out the third worst in Major League Baseball, yet Rendon either gets a walk or a strikeout. He's having hot troubles harnessing his control as many people do at these stages of their career, these stages of their life. You have a little traumatic experience. You ever get anything stuck in a lawnmower? I always was afraid to get things stuck in the lawnmower, but I don't use it anymore. I just get people to do it because I don't want to get my fingers in the lawnmower, get in the grass when it gets stuck. Sometimes we get to shut it off, and you get that grass stuck in the lawnmower. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out there. Los Angeles Dodgers, St. Louis Cardinals. Of course, you got Mike Bolsinger and John Lackey. Bolsinger was absolutely the man in his last start. 
and you go and you look, what the heck is going on here? Who is knocking out of the park? I don't know. I don't know. Like St. Louis Cardinals, who's going to show up and show Mike Bolsinger you're not a great pitcher? Bolsinger's numbers are way better at the major league level than they were in the minors. I don't think he can sustain this. That being said, the Cardinals totals, you got eight total. We got a whole bunch of eight and a half, nines here. Do you want to go that route with Mike Bolsinger against the St. Louis Cardinals? I say, hell no. You can't do it. Hell no, we can't go. That's what I would tell my bankroll. Hell no, we can't go. I think that's one of those protest rally songs. It's the Daily Roto Podcast with Tony Cicada. When we come back, we'll break down more of the great action on Friday night. And we'll start off with the New York Yankees, Oakland Athletics, Chris Capuano, and Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray is back and better than ever. And he's one of my favorite plays, so he's one of yours as well. When we come back, we'll break down Sonny Gray. the Daily Roto Podcast, Tony Cicada here, and it's Sonny Gray versus the New York Yankees, Chris Capuano, and you look at Sonny Gray, and I watched his last out, he didn't have his best stuff, and yet he has 17 strikeouts, lost 17 innings, he has a 2.12 ERA, and one and two on the mound, I just hope the uh, sun doesn't shine when it's not supposed to, because sometimes when the sun shines and you're in your sleep and you can't get to sleep right away and then it's delayed by the sun is a problem. Capuano is definitely a guy you want to target uh, from a right-handed batting perspective. Uh, I was talking about earlier this this year about Jared Weaver having the slowest fastball of pitchers that pitch at least a minimum amount of innings. I think that we have this game where Capuano might be there right with him. Trevor Bauer and a Taiwan Walker going at it in epic performance on a weekend of fantasy baseball. And, of course, for that means daily fantasy baseball for all the masses, for all the friendly people, for all the people getting it done out there. Seven and a half total, a 108 favorite is Trevor Bauer. You look at the Seattle Mariners and they say, hey, this team is a pretty good team coming in, but Walker's been all over the place. There's no way that I would use him as a pitcher. Uh, but Trevor Bauer has 21 strikeouts in his last 22 innings. He has an ERA of 1.21. He has two wins, and we don't even talk about him. What the heck is wrong with us? Uh, Trevor Bauer is the real deal. He is the real deal, and he's getting it done. I think you have to push it along and absolutely welcome the process and embrace it. That's what we need to do about life, embrace life, love life. 
I don't know if you love life if you're Anibal Sanchez owner or a Hector Santiago going at it with an eight total. Sanchez has some numbers that look the same as last year, but it's just not his finishing pitch. He can't get a finishing pitch out there, and it's absolutely killing him as people are picking up signs from him. Uh, so he needs to get his game together, and he needs to break it down. I, I just don't know how to go about it any other way. Go Lariano, James Shields go at it. San Diego Padres and the Pittsburgh Pirates. This could be a game where Las Vegas has a six total in this one. The Padres are a team you could exploit from an offensive perspective. Uh, they don't strike out nearly as much as other teams there, but you get Petco Park. He has the ability for some strikeouts. Uh, on the James Shields side of things, the Pittsburgh Pirates team is kind of stingy on the strikeouts, so I don't welcome that game from a James Shields. I would actually go Francisco Lariano as the play in that contest from a pitching perspective. And to round things out, we have Mike Fultonitz and Tim Hudson going at it. Hudson is a 155 favorite, seven total in this one. Uh, Hudson, a mad ground baller. Ground balls are his name of the game. He pitched a fine effort last time out. And I have a few friends that are going to try to get <laughs> try to get involved somehow in this race and knock that one out of the park. So uh, I think Fulton is a guy that you can use for daily fantasy purposes when it comes to the big weekend. And i got to tell you guys, I wish you the amount of luck that you absolutely need for your fantasy success. I want you to knock it out of the park. I want you to crush it. And make sure you go to dailyroto.com and get all the greatest information. And if you don't like what you see, make sure you let the guys know because they'll fix it. We want everything to be interactive. If I had to give away my two rabbits, I would do it for you guys to go over there and knock it out of the park. It's the Tony Sincana Podcast on DailyRoto.com. We will be back Monday afternoon. We hope you're all set and absolutely ready for a big day in Daily Fantasy. (laughs) 